We've seen a bearded Kevin Rudd openly attack the ACCC. We've seen Facebook threaten to remove news from all its platforms. Google have even tried to get a hashtag trending with hashtag a fair code. And throughout this all, we watched the ACCC clap back at both Google and Facebook, accusing them of either spreading misinformation or using heavy-handed tactics to get their way. So what's this all about? Why are the tech heavyweights now lining themselves up in direct conflict with Australia's top competition regulator? And why is it that the proposed news media bargaining code has caused such a stir and created such open resilience from the two tech giants? Well, in today's episode of McCabe Kerwood's Trial by Podcast, I'll be breaking down why Google and Facebook are taking it to the digital streets to push back on the ACCC's proposed news media bargaining code. And hopefully, by the end of this episode, you'll understand why this proposed legislation is causing such a stir and what's at stake for everyone. Like any dispute, we have to start at the beginning to understand how we got here. So, on the 4th of December 2017, Scott Morrison, as he then was treasurer, instructed the ACCC to conduct an inquiry into the impact of digital search engines and social media platforms on competition in Australia. And in particular, the terms of reference required the ACCC to look at a. The extent to which platform service providers are exercising market power in commercial dealings with creators of journalistic content and advertisers. And B. The impact of platform service providers on the level of choice and quality of news and journalistic content to consumers. It's important to be across the terms of reference of the inquiry because it provides a roadmap of the issues the government wanted answers on. And from what we can glean from the terms of reference is that the government was already concerned about the relationship between traditional media and digital platforms and wanted answers. So the ACCC went away and 18 months later, on the 26th of July 2019, the final report of the Digital Platforms Inquiry was delivered. The report was over 600 pages long and touched on various issues, but for our purposes, the most significant aspect of the report is, in my view, the fact that it represents the first time that the ACCC articulated that based on their research, there is a significant imbalance in bargaining power in the commercial dealings between traditional media and both Facebook and Google. But you might ask yourself, why is an imbalance a problem? Isn't it the case that in many commercial dealings, parties will often be at an imbalance? Why is it such a problem in this context? Well, the ACCC say that the imbalance has undermined the ability and the incentives for Australian news businesses to produce news content, since now they have been forced to accept less than favourable deals than they would have otherwise agreed to, affecting the overall quality of journalism. As a consequence, this then diminishes the public benefit we all receive from independent news. And as a byproduct, it affects democracy by limiting access to information. Therefore, in the view of the ACCC, the situation requires special attention and subsequent intervention. I will touch on this point again later, but at this stage, it's just important to recognise that the problem that ACCC identified was a significant imbalance in bargaining power, and as a consequence, the only logical solution to deal with the imbalance is to somehow level the playing field, which is exactly what we see when we read over the draft news media bargaining code, which was released by the ACCC on the 31st of July 2020. Now, let's look at the code more closely to see how it does, in fact, level the playing field. 
The code will introduce four new broad requirements which will apply to Google and Facebook, and potentially others in the future. These new requirements are as follows. 1. When Google and Facebook are bargaining registered news businesses, it must be done in good faith. 2. Where the parties can't reach a negotiated agreement about remuneration, a mandatory arbitration by final offers to take place, whereby parties submit final offers and a panel will decide to accept or amend the most reasonable offer. 3. Registered news businesses will be provided with advance notice of algorithmic changes affecting news content on these platforms, which is highly controversial. 4. Digital platforms cannot discriminate between participating news businesses and non-participating news businesses. Now, without a doubt, the most controversial aspect of the new code is the mandatory requirement for Google and Facebook to proactively share and update registered news companies with changes in their algorithms. The significance of this inclusion cannot be understated. Marketers, influencers, and just about anyone who posts on social media and Google are always trying to figure out what the algorithm is doing so they can post content which feeds into that in order to gain the most exposure and reach the most people. For that reason, if news businesses are now given priority because of their access to changes in the algorithm, your experience on these platforms may be very different. And that's in fact what Google argues. This is because news outlets will have a head start over any other content which could have been more appropriate to you. In other words, the news media outlets would be playing with a load of dice, while everyone else has to play by the rules and figure it out as they go. But even more broadly, Facebook argue that through the mandatory arbitration process and negotiation process contained within the code, it could potentially force them to have to pay news organisations for content that the publishers voluntarily place on their platform and at a price which ignores the financial value they bring to the publishers. Further, during negotiations, the code mandates that Facebook and Google negotiate in good faith. Now, this is one of those phrases lawyers love to read because there is no definitive definition of what constitutes good faith. But let's put ourselves in the shoes of the news companies which do put in a lot of time and effort in providing a public service by bringing our attention to social issues and reporting on those issues. So on that note, perhaps they should be entitled to receive fair and appropriate remuneration for their work from Facebook and Google as more news is consumed digitally and through these platforms than anywhere else. However, Facebook actually threatened last month to stop Australians from being able to share news on their platform and on Instagram in a bid to stop this from happening. This has obviously thrown a major spanner in the works, so it will be interesting to see how it pans out. I mean, where do you get the majority of your news from? Would this impact you? I know I mostly access my news on Facebook and Instagram because it's easy and convenient. I mean, to think that I couldn't access it there or share any news content on either of those platforms is pretty bizarre. It would of course have big changes in how we access our news, but also potentially detrimental impacts on the journalism industry. So, is it so sad that Google and Facebook will now be required to sit and negotiate with news providers, or is it unreasonable? Well, there's a lot to it, and I have no doubts the news media bargaining code will continue to be a live issue for a long time to come. So with that being said, that brings us to the end of another episode of Trial by Podcast. If you're interested in checking out any more episodes or have any interesting ideas, please head to www.mccabecoward.com.au. Bye for now.